What's up, Conroe? This is Nerd Thug Sports. This is the talented Corey DLG, and with me as usual is little brother Nico. That is I. We are rolling worldwide at 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and streaming at IRLoneStar.com. Um, yeah, what's up, buddy? Uh, not much going on. No? For me, anyways. Yeah? Okay. What about you? <laughs> oh, I don't believe in doing stuff anymore. Oh, that's fair. I gave it up for Lent. Um, Things, I see. Yeah, they were like, hey... Uh, Lent was like three months ago. You can start doing stuff again, and I was like, "Whoa, I'm committed." True, true talent. Yeah, true effort. I'm not just phoning it in for forty days, a whole day, I, I a mean, whole year, the whole life. <laughs> well, like the weeks. Fair enough. Like the weekends, I'll do like one thing. Ah, okay. So it's like a light. <laughs> yeah, it's it's listen, it's in moderation. That's fair. Moderation. I do things in moderation. Uh, Everything. Everything. (laughs) So what do you do? Not much. (laughs) Not much. (coughs) That's right. You got me sick, so now I'm going to die. I'm probably going to cough all over this radio show. It's going to be great. Um, There's a lot going on. College World Series uh, was last night. Nice. Vanderbilt won. They won big. How big? Um... Well, when I checked before we started recording last night, they were up six runs at the bottom of the eighth, eight to two. That's pretty good. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't think it ended that way, but 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 at the eighth, that's where they were at. That's pretty impressive, though. Yeah. Uh, NBA free agency kicks off this weekend, so that's another thing. Um, we can start getting like we can start kind of talking the NFL. Oh, it's already begun. We're it, a little while away. <laughs> it's we're only I mean really really by the end of August there right, will be teams yeah. in camp and stuff. I think I think uh, opening weekend is the first week of uh September. Yeah, we're about what So um, like 8 weeks. Eight we're like weeks. we're like 2, two months. months away, yeah. 8 or 9 weeks, that's it. And then there'll be there will be football on like in August. There'll be like the preseason and stuff. Oh boy, it's yeah. starting soon. It's starting to come up. Um, S- summer's ending already. No, I don't want to say it like that. Um, There's like a month and a half left. Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> summer's over. It's all downhill from here. Summer's over, and most people didn't even go to summer vacation. <laughs> Might as well just go ahead and buy that pumpkin pie because it's Thanksgiving. Right? Yeah. That was my I'm, su- I'm, su- I'm surprised that someone's going to even recognize Thanksgiving. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's like buy pumpkin pies, and then as soon as the day's over, it's Christmas. Right, like while you're buying the pumpkin pie, just buy wrapping paper. Right, buy wrapping paper, buy presents on their early, early, like, extreme Black Tuesday sale. (laughs) Or you could just do, like, every single, uh, like, grandma does, and December 26th, go up to the stores and buy every unsold piece of Christmas stuff 50% off. Oh, yeah, that's smarter. They do it every year, and then, like, they roll out the stuff the next year. They're like, I got all these elves last year. I'm super excited. That is what happens. Super excited about the elves. Super. Super. These elves are spectacular. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I, I don't a, have a reason. And I got such a deal on them. <laughs> yeah, and they were so affordable. That's because nobody else wants elves. Like, literally December 26th, everyone's over it. The store could literally take those elves out back and burn them. No, no would care. In an elf genocide. Just <laughs> round them all up. <laughs> Surround up all the elves. Put them in a cage. 
This nope. is going surprisingly dark for a sports show. <laughs> no hey, football scenes around the corner are also elf genocide. <laughs> no beds, no blankets, no soaps, no toothbrush. Nothing. Before the courts can make us feed them again, we'll just burn them all. Hot takes. Is that what is that? Hot takes. Oh. Is that dangerous? Dangerous. I mean, it's probably what's gonna happen to the elves. Specifically just the elves. We're definitely not talking about any other group of people. No, zero. Certainly not anybody who's struggling with issues right now legally in the process. Zero. We definitely don't mean Hispanic people. Nope. In camps. Nope. Who should definitely be afraid for their lives. Nope. We're talking about elves. Nope. Just elves. Nope. Um, Christmas. Nope. <laughs> Fa la 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 la. Um, yeah, so there's a lot going on in sports that we can touch on. Um... There was uh, a set of UFC matches um, over the weekend on ESPN. They had like a Saturday fight night thing, and um, I don't know if anybody's watching it. I don't know. Again, UFC is one of those things where it's like you have to be like excited or like know someone. So do you think that like do you think that's what it is? Like, do you think that if there's not like a headliner or like a big fight, so like do you think it's worth it for ESPN to be airing Saturday night UFC fights? Probably not. Really? I don't think so. I think I think the only reason they'd even air them is because of the UFC brand, not necessarily because they attract people. Like, there's some people who's going to watch the UFC anyways. Okay, but do you think that... Like, is that worth the slot? Right, yeah. Because, I mean, a I sat- here's the weird thing about sports is most Saturday nights there isn't a good sport event on. That's fair. Occasionally there's a baseball game on on a Saturday because there's baseball, like, every day. But a lot of baseball is... Like, on the weekends, a lot of baseball is, like, 2 p.m. Um, and then there'll be, like, one primetime game. So, traditionally, boxing has kind of taken the Friday, Saturday night slots. Um, and then UFC now is kind of in that same space. And so, like, UFC does these Saturday night fights with ESPN. So, do you think it's enough people to justify, like, a Saturday night slot? I guess in that context, yeah. Probably. But it's still not like a lot of people. Though. No, it's still not going to be like a... It's not It's not one of those things where it's like, hey, did you see the fight on Saturday? Like, you don't, you'd only ask that question if you know the person's into UFC. Yeah, and to be clear, um, the big matches are still going to get the pay-per-views. Right. Like, if Conor McGregor is coming back for a match... Or if anyone else relevant that we care about... There's like... There's only like four names in the MMA right now. Right. Um, well, I shouldn't say that. There's about... Uh, there's a few... If you're peripheral, there's about four names you recognize. If you watch, if you if you follow sports in general, there's about ten names you know. Even though there's like 150 fighters, you know. Right. I think it's more like it's almost more personal. Like you're like, oh, I like this guy, or like, I even say a lot of times, everyone knows someone who does UFC. No, you're yeah, that's that's you're right. That is that is a good take on that. You're right. Right. Everyone does know someone who does MMA. Right. This is, I, I say UFC. I meant MMA. You're right. How it's, many? How many? Like, like that's the easiest thing for us to book, right? Like how many times do MMA fighters get in touch with us? Uh, quite a few. We've had a few on the show. We've had a few, but I mean, so many, right? Like they they're like, hey, I, I'm a fighter. I've got a fight coming up. Can I come on? Right. Like it is a very, it's like the thing, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a it's a it's something that you can get into, especially if someone's been training or. Cause it's like uh, I had an interview with a, a girl once where she was, she was like, yeah, I just started working out. I lost a bunch of weight, and they're like, hey, you want to fight? And she was like, sure. And then now she's a professional. 
Oh yeah, that's right. That was at a that was at that Sportify event, right? Yeah. We did, we heard those, didn't we? I think so. I don't actually I feel know. Like we did. That one girl was beautiful. Yeah, she wasn't a professional fighter though. Oh, I thought she was. They said no, she she trains, but she doesn't. She's never had like a professional fight. Oh, I like, thought they said you. that she had a match too that weekend. She wanted to start, but she doesn't. She wasn't oh, sure. Oh, okay. Oh, so it was the other girl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I came up after you guys had all done the interviews and all that, and then the other girl was very pretty too. But that one girl was just she was beautiful, and I was like, "You're gonna fight?" And she was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Okay." Yeah. Best of luck. They're at the same gym, that's why. Yeah, yeah, they were all with that, uh, you know, I reached out to them like the week later, and then they kind of never, oh well. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, man, I think I think you're right. I think everybody does MMA. Like, everyone knows a person, everyone who, who doesn't already do it knows a person who's either done it, or wants to do it, or is in it currently. Right, right. No, you're 100%. You definitely are. And then there's and then, always the guy who's like, he's, he's like, I'm in training. Right. I'm in training. Exactly. Everyone, everyone's either training is one or has done it. Right. I uh, I had a. There's so many ignorant people on the internet. Like I, I gotta, I just, I just need to stop, but I can't. <laughs> I can't help myself. I can't. Well, sometimes people just say really ignorant things, and somehow this one conversation about, oh, um, about the anime voice actor guy, and how lasagna. Yeah, yeah, and how uh, assault is part of the allegations against him. And that's part of the whole issue. And so I literally said, yeah, he released a letter where he's like, if I made you uncomfortable with unwanted touching or hugging, then I apologize. And I was like, isn't this essentially admitting that he potentially assaulted people? And doesn't that pretty much undermine his entire defamation lawsuit? And a bunch of people were like, yeah, that's what we're saying. And I was like, yeah, okay, I get it. I'm with you. And this one guy was like, that's not assault. And I was like, listen, un." unwanted touching is 100% assault. That's the legal definition of it. And he's like, no, it's not. And if they didn't want to be touched, they should say something. And I was like, how about you just stop touching people? Right. <laughs> it's not that complicated. So this whole conversation devolves into an argument. And then I was like, so if somebody mugs you, um, is it your fault because you didn't tell him not to mug you? 100%. And the guy was like, well, first of all, I'm a trained fighter, so it would never happen to me. And I was like... Everyone's cool till they have a gun at them or right. knife. And I said, well, that's an interesting take, but I bet the guy who's going around mugging people is pretty practiced at that, too. So you guys have fun with that little matchup. And he was like, it's weird that you think that he could definitely take me. This mythical, undefeatable mugger and I was like it's weird that you think that you couldn't be mugged like, <laughs> <laughs> like I was like Ronda Rousey was once the victim of domestic violence are you really gonna sit here and say that you you're unbeatable <laughs> like what because you, you've taken a karate class like really guy and he was adamant adamant he's martial a young, arts he's a young dude he looked in his picture like maybe 18 19 20 and so like I'm 20 a lot of young people just don't recognize the reality, but we've we've gone to fights. We've watched enough sports, and I've always explained to you in sports that until they do it, you don't know what can happen. Exactly. And so... Everyone's got a plan until they're punched in the face. That's right. That's a Mike Tyson quote, and it's there's there's never been a wiser thing about the fight game ever said. Ever. Ever. Because it's super true. 
you hear both coaches yelling into the ring, get your elbow up, watch the reverse, watch the counter, and then they get hit with the counter and their elbows are down, and you're like, well, he kind of just told you not to do that. And now he's dead. Right. But it's not, but you're in there and you're focused on one thing and you, you know, all the other stuff is happening. You're not ready. But yeah, like you're right. Everyone thinks they can do that and then they don't. Then they don't. They don't. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk, we're going to talk football. And then we're going to talk some NBA free agency. We're probably going to talk some Rockets, too. This is Nerd Thug Sports. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. This is Rudy Townjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe. You're listening to Nerd Thug Sports, and uh, you're welcome. Wow, amazing. Yeah, that should be our new shirt. <laughs> you're, listening. Well, you're, you're listening, you're welcome. Yeah, if you're listening, you're welcome. <laughs> and I don't mean like welcome in the come on in way. I mean the welcome like you're I accept welcome. your gratitude for, right, our, yeah. for our excellent service. Um, Nico, go ahead and before we get too far into this next segment, go ahead and tell everybody about Cox ATA. Cox ATA. They got two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. It's the summertime. You got to get your summer body. Kids got something to do. Take them to Cox ATA. They have all kinds of different classes, self-defense, Tai Chi, Taekwondo, the Tiny Tigers for the little ones, all kinds of courses you can take. Mention Nerd Thug Radio. You get two free weeks of training. Great Woo. way to get your head start, fall in love with it really get going it's really a great location both of them are wonderful um they teach life skills they build leaders they lead a legacy i uh i just had lunch with uh the captain joey savage yesterday mm-hmm. and uh he told me that just this week two people signed up using the nerd thug radio thing there you go so just this week two people took two free weeks of training at the that's, Conroe location that's, that's impressive so i don't know what you're doing that's a collective one month of training they free we got our li- again. You're welcome. You're welcome. Right, yeah, yeah. We. It's a great deal. They're great places. Um, yeah, they're really wonderful people. They really are. See their Facebook page for more details. That's right. We link to it all the time. Um. Okay. So we're gonna transition from great people to terrible people. All right. My all favorite right. thing in sports. We're gonna talk some college basketball. Woo! One of the most corrupt industries in all of sporting. Yep. Um, I'm not going to use names here because that's not really cool to these guys. And then we'll, we'll kind of get into that here. Uh, Oklahoma State, though, mm-hmm. has hired the older brother of the number two prospect who is featured on every major news story and website on, in the country. So if you really don't know who it is, you can look it up. He's out of Texas. Um, They hired his older brother to be an assistant coach. Nice. It's the first time he's ever had the job title of assistant coach in his entire career. All right. And uh, his brother will be picking a college here in the, this coming season hmm. to play somewhere. Um. Hmm. Hmm. He previously has some experience as the video coordinator for like a grassroots AAU team. Nice. 
So, like, the statement from Oklahoma uh, State is essentially, like, we've been following his career for a while, and we're really excited to have him on the staff. And His brother's pretty good at basketball. They tried real hard to just, like, completely act like this was a natural hire. Obviously. Let me, okay, this is how you know how full of crap that is. Um, professional basketball players, when they retire, take one to three year unpaid internships working under their favorite college coaches on their staff for free so they can build up the credibility to be assistant coaches for hire later. This guy was working as the video coordinator for an AAU basketball team and suddenly is qualified to be the Oklahoma State assistant basketball coach, one of the assistant basketball coaches. Super qualified. Super qualified. I mean, did you see his brother? He's real good at basketball. Right. <laughs> when you got guys, um, Michigan just hired one of the, uh, Juwan Howard, okay? So he's one of the Fab Five uh, from, it was like, do you know the Fab Five? Is that too no, early for you? Too early for me. Okay. Uh, My knowledge of sports is very recent. <laughs> I was 89 or 90, somewhere in that era. They I wasn't even alive, so yeah, took, too early. <laughs> that's just a good point. It took like the top five out of the, I think, I think I all told the top five out of like the top 12 recruits in the country mm-hmm. were all in one program. Whoa. They all went to Michigan. They all Whoa. went together. This is like before, quote unquote, super teams and players wanting to play together. Basically, uh, Chris Weber committed and then, or one of the other guys committed and he reached out to the other kids and was like, it, we could really do something cool. Yeah, we could like smash everyone. Right. And so they had like a two year run where I, I, I don't, I don't, I think they got to a, to one title game. But the thing they wind up being known for the most is Chris Weber uh, calling a timeout they didn't have and getting a technical foul at the end of a game Mm. that they couldn't afford to give away, and so they lose. There's like six seconds left. He goes to inbound it, or he brings it up court. He actually double dribbles first. He gets over the half court. He doesn't know what to do with the ball. He wants to get rid of it. No one gets open, so he calls a timeout. You could see some of his teammates motioning for timeout when he gets stuck. So it's not his fault, but he, for a long time he was known as like just not being mentally strong because of that. Mm-hmm. But uh, Juwan Howard literally came back to Michigan like three years ago and was an unpaid intern on the staff and then worked his way up and now is the head coach. He was one of the biggest basketball players in the entire history of University of Michigan. And you're going to sit here and tell me that the big brother of the number two prospect in the country is somehow magically qualified for a paid assistant coach position. I mean, yeah, have you seen his brother's real good at basketball? Right, exactly. He <laughs> clearly knows a lot about coaching basketball because his brother's really good at it. The thing that I want to see happen now is I want to see the brother go somewhere like a rival to Oklahoma State. I want to see him go to Oklahoma. Yeah, I just want him to leave. I just want him to go somewhere else, and then his brother's just sitting there at this Yeah, because here's this what, program. 100% I promise you what happens at that point. They don't fire him. That'd be messy. They just tell him to stay home. Yeah. Listen, when this contract's up in a year, we're not going to renew it. Uh, your brother didn't come here. That was kind of the whole point. We're not saying that, though, because that would be messed up. But it turns out we don't really need your help. However, we don't want to terminate you. We, we know you, we promised you health care and all kinds of stuff, so it's cool. You can have it for the year for free. Because we make millions of dollars. Right. You know, college. So just stay home. See, what he does after that is he writes a saucy paper about, <laughs> about like, 
But here's the here's the, the pitfalls s- of college right. sports. Here's the sad. Yeah, exactly. And then he's the hero, right? For cashing in on his brother. By the way, why couldn't you have ever had like a marketable skill that I could have? I have long arms and charm. That's right. all I got. But no desire to be like athletically. No. And, or like long arms, solid charm. That's all I got. I think you're overrating that charm a lot. Solid? Uh, hey, <laughs> yeah. Solid? I don't know. <laughs> Scale me what solid is on a one to ten. It's like a seven. Oh yeah, yeah. You're way over on that one. No, you're way over. I would like to. I would like to call my audience everyone I've ever met. <laughs> two and a half. Solid two and a half. The problem is, is I shine so hard that you catch my spotlight. <laughs> I'm a solid thirteen. So then your two and a half picks up like a four. And people are like, yeah, that's why they remember my name and not yours. Right. Well, they listen. My name is so <laughs> overwhelming at that point that they're just like, they're stuck. They're just like, I, uh, I got nothing. Uh, this guy is such a big deal. I'm nervous, but I remember him. That's all it is. That's yeah. It see, is. I'm <laughs> I'm non-threatening, and people remember me. <laughs> is that charm? That is charm. All right. Fair enough. Uh, but so this isn't the first time though for these coaches. Um, oh, this is not... This, is, this isn't even something new. This ain't my first rodeo yeah. and the corruption of college no, sports. No, it's not, sadly. Uh, this isn't even anything new. There's a dad, and I don't remember which... I don't remember which two sons are his. Um, but he's, he's had two sons be drafted in the last, like, six years. So they only played... Each of them only played, I think, one year in college. And so they went to different schools, though. Lo and behold, he held a job at each school the year they were there. <laughs> um, and then I think that's not intentional. No, it was completely. It was just a weird coincidence. It's weird. His kid was really good at basketball, though. It's happened occasionally in college football as well. In college football, there's a lot of money on the staff to bring in a lot of like assistant coaches and stuff. Like in college, in college basketball, there's like six guys on the st- on the coaching staff, and you're like, there's only 15 players. Like, <laughs> what do they do with this? In college football, there's like, <laughs> a coach will have like a 35 man staff. And it's broken down in tiers, and it's like offensive side, defensive side, quarterbacks, quarterback assistants, receivers coach, uh, receiver assistants. Then you just have like towel coach. Like you're like okay, water wait dude. You would no no water coach. Water coach. Water coach. And you're like that's not a coaching position, and the entire organization will lie to you and say it is, but it's so like they can hire someone for fifty eight grand to be the water boy. When their son's really good at football, um, and so like it's it you know I really appreciate your understanding of water and hydration, <laughs> and your son's real good at football, so we're gonna hire. Yeah, you. your son, uh, he can play quarterback, wide receiver, or D back. How do you feel about uh, forty five grand a year to be the water boy? And their answer is yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it comes with health insurance, of course, free scholarship. Yeah, I think I could do that. Um, yeah, it's just sort of a college sports. For all of their pomp and circumstance of, like, this is about the student-athlete and blah, blah, blah. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's definitely not. No. It's, most it's, it's weird. It's all about the, it's all about the student-athlete until it's not. Like, as soon as until anything— Until it benefits yeah. them. Right. Until, until it benefits them. Right. It's like, well, it's all about you. And then they're like, well, can I get some money? And they're like, well, this is a scholarship, and now you've just lost yours. We're getting somebody else. Bye. You're now 17 states away from your hometown— Right, because that's the other part of it With too. No way to pay for college. <laughs> let's let's be very mindful of this. this is something this is something our dad taught me a long time ago, is that uh, the scholarships are hyper competitive, and when coaches change, there's a chance everyone on the team loses their scholarship. Your scholarship is not a guaranteed four year contract from the school that you get 
in education. Your scholarship is a year-to-year performance-based agreement. So if you do not physically perform, they will take away your scholarship. And what happens a lot with the women's sports that's even crazier is if girls get pregnant. Uh, they just get dropped. They just get dropped. A lot of them. Like if they don't, if they have a redshirt year and there's enough scholarships to go around or they're good enough, like if you're the team captain and you get pregnant, I mean, coach is going to be real, real PO'd at you, but uh, you'll probably get redshirted if you have the eligibility to do it. If you came in with a blown out knee and they redshirted you your freshman year, no, nope, nope, nothing, nothing. You're off the team. Break uh, your leg in practice squad. That's not going to heal for another two years. Bye. Nope. Um, but if you're if you're if you're tenth man on the list, tenth woman on the list, and you get pregnant, you're, you're gone. You're probably gone because there aren't enough scholarships to keep you and bring in the new people. And then what also happens is a lot of times the seniors because they're only one year away, and a lot of times at that point they're either like a they're either super committed to the team or they're not. The coach will take their scholarship because they know that c- that player will get a loan to finish their college career because they're so close on the soccer team. Right. And it's a sad truth of college sports being again the worst things on the planet that everyone apparently supports. Right. Every and that's the thing is like once you start talking about like the realities of it and you're like well they should be paid, everyone flips out. But when you but when, you know, when the entire 200 man organization flies across the country to play in the uh California Poinsettia Bowl sponsored by Chick-fil-A uh, for a Tuesday night 6 p.m. game on ESPN3 and everyone leaves with a laptop and an iPad and a backpack and a thank you and all the free meals and travel and all that. That was a $2 billion. Like, that was a massive exchange of money between all these other people. And the student-athletes just had to go and take it, put their lives and their health on the line for a non-sanctioned. It's not even sanctioned. It doesn't go on the regular season record. It doesn't do anything. They get a little plaque when they go home that they won the Hawaii Bowl. Woo! Well, I mean... What is it for? But the school gets scholarship money. School gets scholarship money. It's it's all it's all it's all so awful. It's all prestige driven. Uh, and then what's the other part of it too is there's there's states now who are passing laws. For example, California might pass a law that college athletes have to be paid. Uh, the state of Georgia, I believe, has a law where a student athlete is free to sell their own likeness or their own memorabilia. However, the NCAA that's a very big no-no says no, no, no. So, in direct competition against the local state laws, the NCAA is trying to override things now, and potentially they'll definitely ban any player in the state of Georgia who breaks the rule. And potentially they're going to ban all of the California schools if they go through with the law. And it's like, who are you kidding? Yeah, who are you trying to benefit? Exactly. Exactly. What what is what is the system that you're protecting at that point? Um, and so it's just it's just dumb. It's just dumb. Uh, all right, we're gonna jump out of here. When we come back, we're gonna do NFL and we're gonna do NBA free agency and Rockets talk. Nerd Thug Sports. It's summer, and if there's one thing that people know in Texas is air conditioning is very important. If they're having any issues or want to have their units serviced or try to save money getting their units serviced, one option to call is Ferruja Mechanical. Ferruja Mechanical has been serving Houston and the surrounding areas since 1959, and they specialize in heating and cooling repair, system replacements, planned maintenance, and indoor air quality. 
Make sure to ask about buying the planned maintenance, which comes with two tune-ups, 15% off repairs or replacements, and a guaranteed appointment within 24 hours. Interested parties should call 281-259-3367, 281-259-3367. For Rougeau Mechanical, 281-259-3367. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well, and I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. What's up, Conroe? This is some more Nerd Thug Sports coming right at you on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. And we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. All these are true statements. That's right. We don't lie to you. Until we do. Ooh. I am uh, your talented Corey DLG, and with me as usual is little brother Nico. That is I. Uh, we're hanging out at www.nerdthugradio.com or at facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio. It's where the we can hang out at magic websites. happens. I do. I don't listen. First of all, that's pretty much all you do <laughs> is hang out at websites. Like try and sound incredulous all you want, but you're logged into servers all day talking to people who live in Canada. Okay, I do. So yeah, and then my actual friends, I don't. <laughs> we hang out. <laughs> These are my real friends. These are my real friends. We go back ways. <laughs> and by ways, I mean like a year ago. <laughs> Listen, for some people, that's a long time. There are people who get new friends every week. That's weird to me. Isn't it? Like, I mean, I don't want to go into it, but yeah, it's weird. It's super weird. Like, it's it's weird that you can cycle through people like that. It's weird to me that they don't seek that stability. Right. Also, I've got someone in my life that I was good friends with for a long time that I now... Don't talk to at all. It's not Zach Attack or anybody else you're thinking about. It's literally somebody I uh, used to wait tables with. We were super tight. And then, like, like we hung out every day for, like, a year and a half straight. I don't talk to that person anymore at all. Weird. What is that? Like, how does that work for them? How do they do that? I don't know. It's so bizarre to me. Every once in a while, I send a message out. And I'm like, hey, what's up? Checking you, on you. You all right? <laughs> just, just making sure the universe still knows you exist. Because... Kind of a jerk. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> we haven't talked in a million years. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand those people. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answers. No, because I, I'm sure they still consider me a friend. It's They just literally don't want to talk to you. Cool. People change. People do change into hermits. Horrible hermits. Me. You. Yeah, that's true. Honestly... Like, another year, you'll probably, st- like, just sell your phone for, like, another Chinese video game, and that'll be the end of it. Like <laughs> I never talk to anyone again. Ever again. If they're, if they're not on a Discord server while they live in Toronto, you'll never talk to them again. Toronto's cool. Canada's neat. See? Like, you're barely American at this point. I just like it because of Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> He's Canadian. That little story takes place in Canada. Did it? Yeah. I didn't. I'm betrayed. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a Canadian story. That's that's why no one's happy at the end. I mean, it's kind of it's a sweet story. People it's, are happy at the end. It's really not. Yeah, it is. They run off together to start over again. Again, they have to start over. How happy are they really? They left their friends behind. Boom. All right. Is this a, is this a tragedy of Canadians? They're always secretly alone. Yeah. I think that's why they have so much wilderness. We're learning so much today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, one thing we do need to learn is that it's summer. And if there's one thing that's obvious in Texas is you're not going without air conditioning in this heat. 
If you're having any issues or if your old system, uh, if your old outdated system isn't keeping up or you would like it serviced for the summer, the trusted name to call is Ferruja Mechanical. Ferruja Mechanical has been serving Houston and the surrounding area since 1959, and they specialize in heating and cooling repair, system replacements, planned maintenance, and indoor air quality. Make sure to ask about buying the planned maintenance, which comes with two tune-ups, 15% off repairs or replacements, and a guaranteed appointment with 24 hours, all for the low cost of $179 for the first system and $129 for each additional system. So call 281-259-3367, 281-259-3367. That's Ferruja Mechanical. Call them at 281-259-3367 today. Woo! Today, Nico. Right now. Today. Call them today. Today. Today, boy. Boy. Uh, that was my New Day impression. It was pretty much perfect. Right. All right, we're going to talk some NBA right here. All right. Okay. I do like the NBA. Uh, all signs are indicating KD will be opting out of his player option of $31.5 million. Ooh. This is a player with one Achilles tendon in good standing with the league. Interesting. Completely opting out of $30 million. Nah. With the supreme confidence that he will get a larger contract for this year that everyone in the league knows he's not going to play. That's impressive. Isn't it? That's a stance. That is how good the league thinks KD is and will be when he comes back. So I believe the numbers are the most he can be offered is a four-year... Okay, he can uh, he can sign a four-year, $164 million deal with another team. He can sign a five-year, $221 million deal with the Warriors. Essentially, the Warriors can pay him one extra season and then a little bit more each year if he stays with them. Makes sense. <clears throat> but because of this Achilles injury... It's it's literally on the four years deal on the four year deals. It's only a three year deal. You're going to be redshirting him this next year. Basically, he won't play. He's not going to play at all. So, <coughs> is it worth it? Totally. Would you do it? Uh, how old is he? Okay, that's a good question. He is thirty this off season. This off season, he's thirty. I don't know. I don't know if it's really worth it. I think he's great, and it's clearly he's fantastic, but I don't know if it's worth it considering his age because if we know anything about sports injuries is that if you come back just a little too soon. you got a lot more problems coming your way. Yep. Also, an Achilles is one of those ones that... To a minimum. Has a minimum of a year to come back. Well, and even more than that, so far... No one has come back the same. Yeah, it's one of the most important tendons in your whole body. It's weird, right? It's weird. Like, where's that? Like, half of that. It's like a little one. It's a little one on the back of your foot. Just a little one. This, this not, little guy. It's not a little one. It's giant. It's right here. This whole thing. It. It's not as big as, like, the ones in your knee. That's fair. Those are also the important ones, though. Like, but they've basically made that to where people come back from that. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure those are more what, common. Wes Welker, famously, he blew his knee two weeks before the playoffs against the Texans on the Patriots. 
and was back by like week four of the season. So he only missed, like he was only down for like four, like five months, and then he was running again. It's pretty good. That's real good. So it's just weird to me how the Achilles is such a different injury. I think it's harder to like replace. You think Cause, so? Because like tendons heal so slowly because they don't have blood flow through them. Um. So like you injure a tendon, it's like yeah, this is this real bad. But like with a lot of the like knee surgeries, what they'll do is they'll give you either like they'll Platelets. either take one of, yeah or they'll take yeah. one of your like other useless tendons and like or your a arm cadaver t- tendon. or a cadaver tendon, which is extra weird. Like it's weird to have somebody else's like. This is a dead person's knee. I know someone who has cadaver gum tissue. That is horrifying. A little piece of their gum died, and they're like, if we don't take this out, it'll spread, and the rest of your gum will die. Uh, but if we take it out, we gotta you got to put something in. in. Yeah. That's weird. They have I don't cadaver like cadaver gum tissue. That's terrifying. Yeah. Please inform me if you have cadaver t- gum tissue. Actually, I don't think you ever want to know. I don't want to know. You don't. No, I just, just so I can not speak to you ever. Again. I I don't think you want to know. Like this girl was was a beautiful girl, and just a little spot where there was like there was like this little black spot in her gum, and so. Whoop. That's weird. I don't like right. it. Right. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. Um. So. It's hard. It's hard to say because in big injuries like this can really affect people, and I think that teams have to. You have to also get past. The he's Kevin Durant meme where it's like, yeah, it's Kevin Durant. You're going to want him on your team. But if he's not going to be the same as he was before right. the Who injury, is, have is, he really, is he the Kevin Durant that you want? Exactly. Is he Kevin Durant still? I'm, I mean, he's still Kevin Durant. But, like, is he the, is he the player? <laughs> yeah, different different Kevin Durant. Yeah. They brought, <laughs> he hurt his Achilles. They cut him out and they brought a new one. They got a new guy. <laughs> this is other Kev. <laughs> this hey. is also Kevin Durant. Hey, Kev. What up, Kev? Yeah, I, uh, it's really interesting to me that there is a there's still a, like apparently it's like a third of the league who is like we will give him a max deal right now with one Achilles. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I could ever in good faith get behind that. But the NBA is is I mean we've talked about this. They are the one league where every other rule is to protect the team from themselves. That's also a fair point. So uh, I just. Uh, like, if someone had ever stepped in and told the Rockets, hey, two years from now, you're going to really hate this Chris Paul deal, there's probably a lot of them who... Scoff at you. They, they probably would still do it. They're like, what do you mean? That sounds great. If Daryl Morey from two years later had traveled back in time to two years ago and told Daryl Morey of two years ago, don't give Chris Paul the contract, I think Daryl Morey still would give Chris Paul the contract. It's just the it's just the de- it's just the decision making of the NBA is like they talk themselves into these logic corners where they're like, well, we don't really have a choice here. The other day they were doing this one with, uh, on ESPN where they were like comparing D'Angelo Russell to Kyrie Irving, and they were like, basically for the same money, D'Angelo Russell is four years younger and basically the same numbers, so it makes more sense to give him the max contract than it does to Kyrie Irving. I get what they're saying. The issue is D'Angelo Russell a year ago was an unwanted player. Hmm. Completely unwanted. His rights were renounced from the Lakers. They said, anyone can have him. We don't care what happens to him. And now all of a sudden he's a max player after one year. 
One year. Two. This is the second year. Two years. Two years. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I also don't buy that he's as good as a guy who has a ring and has played in three finals. Nowhere near. Like, I'm not on the Kyrie Irving as the best point guard in the NBA bandwagon, but I'm not going to sit here and say that D'Angelo Russell and him are equitable. Definitely not saying that. (laughs) Definitely not saying that. And listen, Kyrie Irving has just had, like, the worst season of his career. His brand is real low right now. Like, Boston, by the way, is going to have a ton of cap room because they lost Kyrie Irving and they lost Al Horford, and it looks like they might lose another piece or two in all this process. But you're not going to sit here and tell me that even after this year, if you, have the, if, you had the, if you were the person choosing, not the player, but you were the person choosing Kyrie Irving or D'Angelo Russell, you wouldn't go, uh, oh, yeah, D'Angelo Russell 100%. No, you would go Kyrie Irving almost every time. Right. There's no reason to go the other way. Right. There's, I mean, there's just not enough evidence to indicate, like, what's the what's the biggest accomplishment on that resume? Right. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, the NBA just gets in their own way decision-wise, and they talk themselves into these weird... It's, it's legitimately, like, I feel like these rosters are sometimes so small that a lot of times it's literally, like, the hype. A it's little, it's a almost a little bit, a little bit, like, but and they talk themselves into it. So, like, when we come back, we're going to talk about the Philadelphia 76ers because the Rockets want to go after Jimmy Butler, but in order to get him, they're going to have to shop around the other three guys on their roster that they can even move. Right. Um. So we're going to get to that when we come back. We're going to jump out to a break when we come back. We got more Nerd Thug Sports coming your way. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd. Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe, to Nerd Thug Sports. I am the incredibly talented, very handsome, mildly entertaining Corey DLG. <laughs> yeah, the mildly entertaining. <laughs> I'm Nico. Hi. Hey, I mean, you had your chance. You could have made. You could have been anything, buddy. You right. See, this is Nico. this is why this is why people non-threatening, memorable, <laughs> memorable. They're like that guy who undersells everything. You're the underseller. It's like the Undertaker, but less scary. More. He's not so bad. Yeah. Your music, instead of being like heavy bells, is sort of just like a. Is that a coffee break? Oh, no, it's a guy's intro. There he oh, is. Oh, there he is. There he is. Oh, no, no. Yep, he's coming down the ring. He's going to wrestle. Okay. All right. Wow. Not Long arms on that one. Not what I expected. <laughs> he's kind of underwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> then they put your name up on the screen, and someone's like, I told you, he's the underwhelmer. They're like, that's not what you said. That's not what you said at all. That's not what was happening. It's the underseller. Then I come out to like a live band. Live band, actual tigers. Three minutes of real pyro, like shooting fire at the band while they play, and the tigers are struggling to maintain some sort of savage civility. They're like, burning in music, we don't know what to do. They're not even caged or chained to anything. That is my intro. 
It resulted in six people's deaths. Seven people in Toronto died when I came out to the ring. Didn't even stop my match. I don't know. I feel like Canada banned people for much less offense. (laughs) Canada has like a weird, like, if they do it, it's not a big deal. But if a foreigner does it, they're like, how did you get here? Yeah, because like, what are they going to do? Ban some Canadians? They're too nice for that. <laughs> no, right. But like, are they really that nice? Because they come pretty hard at the Canadian or the non-Canadians sometimes. Exactly. Canadians are really nice at Canadians. I uh, also they're having like a really intense legal battle. I've been watching it, and like, everyone's really mad at Justin Trudeau because he's he hasn't been like Canadian-y enough. He's not nice enough. He's getting like oddly attacked for being too moderate, and I'm like. What was he? He's Canadian. What was he supposed to be? <laughs> like, <laughs> the Canadians are a moderate people. It's really weird because, like, the guy who's attacking him is coming at him. I'm seeing a lot of it on Reddit. And, like, he's like, we're not getting enough money from the oil and gas companies. And I was like, oh, this guy's coming, like, hard left. And poor Justin Trudeau is like, guys, like, I'm the greatest prime minister ever. Like, Canada's rise to power in the last five years has been because of me and because, you know. His dad. <laughs> yeah. But also because everyone's mad at America right now. So they're like, they're looking for a friend in Canada. It's like, we've been really friendly for like 80 years. You're right. You have been a good friend this whole time. Yeah. I mean, like, think about it. The Wolverine. <sighs> Is there a more important figure in American pop culture than the Canadian known as the Wolverine? <laughs> Played by the Australian. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. There is literally nothing American about that character except that he has metal that pops out of him and he uses it to just go crazy. And, and that was our science. We did that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We're what turned him up to 11. <laughs> exactly. But why not just make 10 louder and just go up to 10 like everyone else, but your 10 is louder? No, these speakers go up to 11. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is Spinal Tap. You never saw it? No. <laughs> it's a mockumentary about a fictional rock band. But everything is just so like stupid, ridiculous. Nice. And part of it is, uh, <laughs> they have their amplifiers that go up to eleven. <laughs> Everyone else's go up to ten, but ours can go up to eleven. Well, yeah, but is eleven louder? Like, why not just make ten really loud? Like, why not just ours go to eleven? <laughs> I would do. Th- I would have custom amps that go to eleven every time. <laughs> Even if 11 was just as loud as 10? Yeah, no, 100%. But mine go up to 11. Yours is only 10? (laughs) Stupid. Crank mine to 11. At that point, it's all subjective. Like, it's so loud at that point. Yeah, no, I'm already half deaf. I can't barely hear you speaking to me. You'll probably believe that that the 11 is louder than the 10 anyway. Just Just, just simply do your head being like, obviously this is louder. The music is just shaking your brain so much at that point that you're just like, his is louder. It's like, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know why I'm British when the speakers are going off, but I... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> is this loud? This is very loud. Um, But yeah, so we were talking about the NBA free agency. And there's one team... There's two teams where the offseason is going to decide a lot of things. Actually, I mean... It's sort a of, lot of teams. Well, but it all hinges on this. Okay, so in the West, the Golden State Warriors losing Klay Thompson and Kevin Durant to the injury, first of all means this Western Conference is wide open this year. because This, the, is, this is one of those like weird moments where it's like, this could be it. Yes, absolutely. Because I don't believe that the team of Draymond Green, Steph Curry, and, and Andre Iguodala, and whoever else they get to go with them, 
this season, even if they bring back DeMarcus Cousins, which I don't think they will. I think he also goes and gets a lot of money somewhere else. Even This team is effectively right now just kind of – it's going to be in a weird spot it's also. It's too many missing parts, but the pieces that are there are too good, but it's too many missing parts to be – Like the team. Exactly. So they'll probably still make the playoffs. But you don't think they win? No, I don't think they even get out of the first round. I think if they make wow, it, that's that's a, that's a statement. All yeah, right. I, I think I'll I th- take you up on that. I think they're somewhere between six and eight when it's all said and done in the West. Because you got to remember, the West is just going to be packed. Yeah, so dirty, and everyone's chasing it this year. So like Dallas, they made a bunch of moves specifically for this year. They brought in Christoph Porzingis from the New York Knicks, who had a blown knee last year, and they were like, "We don't even want you to play." Rest, rehab, get ready, because next year you and We're our going in. You're you and our rookie this year, who won Rookie of the Year, are gonna y'all are gonna pair up, and they're just gonna chase it. Uh, so like there are going to be other teams that matter, and so it's just gonna be too crowded. It's just gonna, there's gonna be too many, um, and they just don't have enough talent. Um, plus, honestly, I think they'll all benefit from that off season next year. Yeah, I think I think Golden State could honestly just like I think they're gonna take their their small hiatus of not being the best, yeah, I think and then they're gonna come back really hard. Honestly, if there's like 15 games left and they're like they're in the eighth spot, it wouldn't surprise me if all of them all of a sudden started resting and rolling ankles and and they didn't and they missed the playoffs. It wouldn't surprise me at all if if they all had mysterious rest issues and shutdowns and they've been dealing with this for two months, so we're gonna go ahead and shut them down. You know, like it just wouldn't surprise me. Uh, but the other team was Philadelphia. Philadelphia went all in on this year. By the end, they had made two other trades. They are basically, the cupboard is empty. Other than their starting, their starting five is probably the best starting five that isn't the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors' best starting five is no longer. <laughs> right. Well, and now theirs might not be either because Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris are both free agents. They made both of those moves this year knowing they might lose both of these guys. But they gave up a lot to get them. The Rockets have wisely kind of seen that and they say they think of the two Jimmy Butler is the most likely to leave and if that's the case they want to bring him here Jimmy Butler and James Harden are close Jimmy Butler actually is from the Houston area uh when he was in Minnesota they tried to offer four first round picks to get him if you remember yeah I do remember I do recall um they're like here's all these picks from 2023 Everything we can possibly give you. They literally offered the maximum allow- allowable, and everyone else was like, don't do it. It's not worth it. Um, I actually think now a team would take that deal because Chris Paul is slowed down enough and his contract is large enough that we're nervous. So right now we're looking, if we want to bring in Jimmy Butler, we need to move Chris, uh, Clint Capella and either P.J. Tucker or Eric Gordon. Two out of those three have to go in order to bring in Jimmy Butler. Um, I don't know. Clint Capella's contract is so team friendly. Three years, sixty-six million for a starting center that is relevant to what we do is a really good number. Twenty-two million a year is a good number for a guy. Uh, the PJ Tucker and the Eric Gordon thing, twelve and thirteen each. Uh, I I wouldn't miss either one of them, honestly. I'd buy, yeah. buy guys. Oh no. But Philadelphia can't afford to let. They can't afford to let either one of them go for nothing. Right. So I actually think this is the smart play, is Philadelphia re-signs Tobias Harris. 
grabs a bunch of picks. Grabs picks from us moving players and takes one of the players from us to fill out their team. Like an Eric Gordon or P.J. Tucker on Philadelphia would be a great fit for them. Um, it would help them a lot. And they could let, like, if we send them Clint Capella and Eric Gordon, they keep Eric Gordon, they shift Clint Capella somewhere else for another pick. They get two or three picks plus an, an actual other player for Jimmy Butler, and then we get Jimmy Butler out of the whole thing. That works for them, plus they get... if the, the Plus it kind of helps them like build back up. A little bit of what they lost, and then the Clint Capella part of it is, by, ship, by shipping him along, they actually build a trade exception, which means the NBA rules are so weird, they'd be giving up $22 million of Jimmy Butler's salary in that deal, so they could take on $22 million straight away from somewhere else. So... They could then go to teams looking to clear space like the Lakers, take one of the players from the Lakers using the trade exception, and take a draft pick from the Lakers. So then they could have a later draft pick. Science, you just blew my mind. Right. Like there's a Sports lot of Sports trading is the most complicated thing. The NBA, the even though every year has major trades, is the hardest league to trade for because of all the rules or because of all the financial situations. It is fascinating if you ever sit down and read it because if both teams are over the cap they can still do the trade but they have to match salary to salary within like 110 percent so like they've got to and so that's why you wind up with these weird trades where like okay i want anthony davis but i need you to include two other guys because i have to include five guys and the way the puzzle pieces all fit together is it's going to be a three to five it's like it's like a crazy jigsaw it is because you you can never dip below roster minimums even in a trade and stuff like that so like you have to have 12 men on the roster plus two inactives so like if you trade five guys you need x x amount back so then to take on the extra salary of the other guys you have to make sure you're sending out enough money to like it gets so crazy weird in these trades and that's why you have weird stuff happen the Mavericks had a guy who was on the retired list but he was only inactive he hadn't technically filed his paperwork yet I think it's the Jason Kidd trade that they needed to make and so they gave him a new contract so that he could get paid to go to New Jersey to not play for them nice so he got like a one year 13 million dollar contract I'll take it because they needed to match the salaries and that was the only possible way to do it all right, guys. Uh, it's craziness. I look forward to it. This weekend's gonna be insane. Everybody keep everybody keep their phones turned on and keep get, keep an get eye your everything. eyeballs peeled. Uh, we're gonna jump out of here though. Thank you for listening. Uh, this has been Nerd Thug Sports on Conroe's FM Radio, IRLoneStar.com for the talented Corey DLG and for producer Nico. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. <laughs>